0: Revellio. Hello friends, welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio, I'm your host Ezra, aka Bill, also known as Sir Ezra the Watchful, History of Magic Professor, The Flannel Wizard, obviously yours truly me... Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year and my wonderful co-host, and yours, Lottie A.K. Fleur.
1: Hello, and welcome back to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. This is our new segment, Harry Potter Hangout, where we discuss additional thoughts and theories from the wizarding world. Today we will be talking about sneakoscopes and the question, was the sneakoscope actually broken? Take it away, Ernie, uh Bill.
0: Uh yeah, was the sneakoscope actually broke? So in our first chapter, Ron sends Harry a sneakoscope from Egypt. Yes. And is it this Bill, right? Yeah. uh Charlie. Bill. It's Bill. Bill. Cheesy cow. <laughs> uh
1: no that, honey.
0: Which one was working with dragons? The which one was the breaker? Um, <laughs> Bill was actually the one who says that it's hey, that's broke. That thing, or it's, it's yeah. a trinket. They just sell it to tourists. It's not actually working. I mean, the thing is, though, Ron believes it's working because Fred and George had just put the Beatles in Bill's soup Drink or something, or soup. right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. So he's like, you know, clearly it was working. And the, the theory that's not actually correct. It could be that. So the problem with the Sneakoscope is that we don't really know what is its radius? How far is the charm working? And yeah. is it detect like if it moves away from an, an, an individual like it's not detecting all untrustworthiness like it has to be in That'd a certain crazy yeah right yeah it would Radius, ne- it, it yeah. would it would never not be going off I would just I be, know there's someone out there and you know who you are sneaking around <laughs> doing uh, getting into all sorts of mischief yeah. right
1: but it's the same thing as the remembral you don't you're not told who the person is or what it is you forgot you know that that did the mischief or I'm um, sorry the untrustworthy thing.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. So we're not exactly sure. So Ron's explanation is why well, I know that Fred and George put those Beatles in there. So therefore Bill's wrong and it actually is working. Mm-hmm. But what we find out later, um, we think it could be broken just because Bill said that Ron bought it somewhere. it's sent to us. Our first clue about Peter Pettigrew, though, is right there. Yeah, actually, because Peter Pettigrew is untrustworthy. And he's hiding as an animagus, right? Yes. Right in front of—he's uh, been there the whole time. I mean, there's another great theory out there, which is like, how did Fred and George not see him on the mm-hmm. Marauders map? Which I've always thought yeah. is interesting too. So, during first and second year, whenever Ron had Scabbers there, why wasn't he seen? Mm-hmm. Uh, is is another theory that I think is interesting. But in this one, it's just that when we get this sneakoscope, we we think it, it's Bill. Uh, or sorry, sorry, we think it's Fred and George who are being untrustworthy or mischievous, right. and it's really Scabbers. It's both of them, right? It can't yeah. really distinguish between the two, or because because I mean Ron's probably sitting close to them, and he probably has Scabbers with him. It's not mm-hmm. said though, right? Mm-hmm. It's not right. said in we the first chapter, for
1: sure. No, yeah.
0: Right. So that's that's sort of your theory right there, is that we're implying uh, that there's something going on. Now later on during their train ride in Prisoner of Azkaban, um, it goes off again.
1: Yeah, and there's nothing. Visibly untrustworthy mm-hmm. nearby.
0: Yes, right. Um, except for scabbers.
1: Or they think it might be Professor Lupin.
0: They think it could be Lupin, right? But again, it's indicating scabbers, and I yeah. think it's—I just think it's one of those things that's a, a cleverly placed little clue that, on a read through, yes. you see it again, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, there it is!" All right, I—I I understand sort of, you know, what she was trying to do because you need those clues. I think it's just—it's—it's it's clever. It's an interesting device that. We hope that we actually will see later on. I'm gonna read you guys something interesting that uh, someone someone also found on their read through of the series, mm-hmm. and this is in relation to Alistair Moody later on. Okay. But sneakoscopes as they pop up here and there, it's interesting. This one is it does work when Ron gets it, but it will only work for a certain amount of time. They say the charm or the spell will actually Wears off. yeah yeah, wear off mm-hmm. or whatever. Um Hermione buys one later on. So that uh, I forget when this is. It's it's later in the series though, and she buys a new one, and people are kind of like, "Why?" Harry, yeah, yeah, and they don't they don't really understand why, and it's probably just because the first one either was lost, uh, or it's just the, the the magic has worn off, and he needs to be more on guard and and be be careful about who is around him. Like it should just clue you in that something is wrong someone you don't know who you can't you can't tell even if you learned that okay maybe it was ron because he slipped um a particular birdie bots whatever they called uh, you know (laughs) every flavor bean into his whatever you know maybe ron did that maybe something else though someone else in the same room is being mischievous right right Mm -hmm. so you can't really just look to that first individual or that first example that sort of um yeah aligns with your 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 reasoning or i'm sorry kind of confirms why it is going off right if that makes sense yeah 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 so anyway um the, the b- bit i wanted to read too is so going flashing forward a little bit here i mean lottie's got the page pulled up just in terms of the sneakoscopes um but i thought this was cool because someone else is doing a read-through of goblet of fire and they noticed that I think it's chapter thirty-five. Yeah, here it is. Chapter thirty-five. When they find Moody and they find out who he really is, Dumbledore opens Moody's chest, and in the second drawer he finds broken sneakoscopes. And at mm-hmm. first you're thinking, okay, why? Maybe he just kept those around. Why yeah. keep those? No, right? Barty Crouch Jr. broke them. Broke them yeah. because they were going off the whole time because yeah. he's he's impersonating him, and it's just a little thing that isn't. It tells you some back. You can almost imagine him earlier. With Moody's things and trying to like break all these things because <laughs> they are driving him nuts. And he right. keeps finding another one. He finds another one and they, they're hidden in different drawers. Maybe there's a a, a secret drawer that nobody can that he, he had to use magic to find to open it up. And up, oh, there's a sneak scope going yeah. off again. Right. Yeah. So I thought that was cool because it kind of paints a picture in your mind of this, um, you know, untrustworthy individual doing yeah. this thing and then all and, of moody's devices are going haywire
1: i know because he's a real suspicious person and very careful who's around him and yeah it totally fits him as a person to have all these devices and to have multiple not just one multiple sneak scopes
0: right right exactly yeah so it makes i just you kind
1: of think like do they enhance each other if there's more of them is the magic more well, powerful
0: yeah so i was gonna <laughs> say you know moody has has a lot of them yeah and he keeps them around just because he's he's always in constant vigilance, right? Yeah. He wants to be ready for for who knows what. So um, they were invented by a guy. Did you see this? This is on the thing, the wiki page?
1: Yes. I clicked on his page for a second. but yeah.
0: Edgar Strouler. Straut Strouder? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, Clearly what? we
1: don't know how to pronounce his name.
0: Edgar, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He invents these in the 18th century. He was, he was, uh, it's a cool magical item. The reason I, I like, ad, like these magical items, I was just doing some theories the other day about the Deathly Hallows. And yeah, Death didn't create those. The Peveril brothers did, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, they're magical items that were really... Good and gave gave the, um, the the Witcher wizard an extra benefit. You right. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And you think of a video game where you get a magical item and then you're keeping it with you, and it's this extra thing that is like helping you yeah. be on alert. And that's what the Sneakoscope is. Right. The me- the Remembral is, is is similar to it. I mean, just because it fills up, you know, it's got the similar idea that it's helping you remember something. It's yeah. it's keeping you tuned in to your surroundings, and it's just a, it's an aid. Uh, same with the Deathly Hallows, really. They're just an yeah. aid that, I mean, on a, on a maxed out level that are trying to help you defy death. So, but yeah, our this is our first sort of encounter with them. So we want to bring it up, and they the first happened in 1993, but we'll continue to encounter them throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Like I said, in 94 uh, with Professor Moody. Um, and then 95 says a few sneakoscopes along with other detection devices, were. Uh, present in the Room of Requirement while Dumbledore's army was in there practicing, but they proved of little help to the DA. Now, why do you think that is? Why did that... It, and we mentioned it earlier. I have a reason why I think they they yeah. are working, but what do you think?
1: Um, My theory is maybe the walls, the magic that surrounds the Room of Requirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of... Because we, we talked about, we don't know how big the range is. And I feel like the room of requirement is pretty big, especially for so many people practicing in there. They need room, right? Right, right. I feel like it wouldn't go through the walls and detect a bridge f- mm-hmm. from so far away.
0: I, I, was, I I've, As we get into our reread, I'm wondering if like, you know, Marietta Edgecombe at some point has a Ooh. moment. Like if the one of them went off just randomly Ooh. when she was in there. Yeah, I know. I, I've been itching to get back in and read it to see if any <laughs> of them do go off. And- yeah. Just at one point when she walks by. You know what I mean?
1: And she would have just shut it down. And, she, it and she
0: she shut it down or they just thought, well, those are kind of misfiring and we're not really yeah. sure. Like, there's no one here. Or, or maybe it, they stop for a second and think, yeah. oh, somebody outside? No. I was, was going to
1: say, though, it doesn't seem like it's very easy to just turn them off because Harry has to just put his in one of Uncle Vernon's socks to silence it, right? And Moody, uh, I'm sorry, um, Barney Fake Crutch. moody Barty yeah. Crouch Jr. Jr. Yeah. has to destroy them, basically. So I don't think there is just an off switch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you just...
0: Yeah, no. I think just because it was moved away, and like we said, maybe the proximity or... Mm. or yeah, because you wonder, the sock's not the barrier. It's just to put it in the trunk as well, too.
1: Maybe there's just an easy spell, and Harry just doesn't know it.
0: But... I mean, maybe the smell of Vernon's feet is something that still can <laughs> put that bad boy to sleep. You oh. know what I mean? <laughs> like uh quite possible i don't know so anyway yeah mention there for 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 the da uh doesn't work but we'll as we get into our reread or if you guys find any any extra connections there that would be really cool to 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 dig into that but in 97 this is i think the last mention that we have is when hermione gives harry a -a sneakoscope uh for his 17th birthday and later on that will alert harry ron and hermione about the snatchers outside of their tent Mm -hmm. right they accidentally say the dark lord's name And, uh, and unfortunately, um, it also alerted the snatchers that the trio were in the tent. Yeah. Now that sucks. Yeah. That's, (laughs) she she didn't think about that. Yeah. It's see. And that's weird. I wonder if you could put like another charm on it to where it just (gasps) would go off.
1: Muffliato.
0: Muffliato. Yeah. Or something. And, and And it just sort of would, would glow or vibrate or twist or spin or something. And it would, it would call like if you're looking at it and you know mm-hmm. where it's at you can see it doing something but yet it's not going to give your location away yeah. because yeah
1: that's kind of, yeah, that kind of sucks yeah when you're trying does. to hide from something suspicious right or uh, untrustworthy yeah
0: yeah yeah so anyway uh yeah again i think moody probably had these around his house as well too so I, and i could be maybe that's actually in the books and i just can't remember but i feel like when he's jumped um, there was a large uh, like there was a big commotion over there and i feel like arthur weasley had to go look into it at some point but they weren't sure it
1: honestly sounds like it's something that it's very common for for wizards to have in their house because slughorn who says it in um, the half-blood prince when he's in the muggle home he's like it's quite easy once you know how one simple freezing charm on these absurd burglar alarms they use instead of sneakoscopes and make sure the neighbors don't spot you bringing in the piano um <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> uh no but he just kind of mocks the the burglar alarm that muggles have and it's it seems very normal to have a sneak scope instead when you're in a v- wizarding family
0: right yeah you almost wonder if the weasleys have one or yeah mm-hmm. if, if every mm-hmm. wizarding family has one but yeah. then if you got kids and they're doing something oh, yeah, mischievous, true. right? It's described as a type of dark detector that, that right? It says dark detector. Yeah. Which I, when you click on that, and we're trying to figure out what that is here. So a dark detector was the name given... Uh, to a wide variety of sophisticated magical devices used to discover or identify the presence of dark wizards and their activities. Mm, our so friend George, dark wizards. Well, and see, that's why that's why I think when people looked at that and they said, "Now, wait yeah. a second, this is actually not detecting them; it's detecting yeah. Peter Scabbers. Pettigrew." Yeah, yeah. Mm. and so that's that's what makes it kind of cool is that it's it was looking there was there must be a dark. Wizard nearby. Yeah. Ron interprets it as they were being mischievous or or doing something, uh, you know, not not good, not following yeah. the rules, right? Uh, and and that that mean that indicated them, but really no, it was it was a dark wizard nearby, and it's it's Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. So yeah, I just feel like that's pretty cool. There are other known dark detectors, the uh, faux glasses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what are these? We get the secrecy sensors, sneakoscopes. Uh, trace tracking, dark detector with eyes. Uh, the, uh, some of these things I don't even know. So one of these is from Elzar Fig in the new game. Well, he owned several dark detectors. Haven't got there yet in the game. No, Spoiler. not yet. Spoiler alert! Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, this this does kind of align with the topic we're gonna be talking about later, which is the statue of secrecy. So there's actually mm-hmm. a, a statue of secrecy task force. Following the outbreak of the calamity and the subsequent establishment of the Statue of Secrecy Task Force in the late two thousand and tens to twenty ten, the British Ministry of Magic supplied members of said department with a modified dark with modified dark detectors, which had been repurposed and attuned to find hidden traces created by the calamity. What the, what is that about? What is the calamity?
1: Oh, that's something in the um, Hogwarts mystery game.
0: <laughs> oh, my. I was like, wait, 2010. What are we? Uh, that's. That yeah, is that's, wild.
1: Or is that after?
0: It says Harry Potter Wizards Unite.
1: Oh, sorry. That's another game. So, yeah, some of them are. Mobile in, game. Yes. Yeah. So it's sometimes difficult to.
0: Good For, for people
1: who have not played the games, they're like, what?
0: Well, for me, I'm sitting. I'm like, the Calamity. What are we talking? Who? Yeah. Uh, who's that? Uh <laughs> Anyway, cool. Cool to see how that all these different devices are here. Um, yeah, I just think the the dark detector devices are are interesting, and we, we really get to a, a good look at them later on with uh, with Moody. But they're they're here early on just to kind of indicate uh, a, a dark wizard. Yeah. You know, which yeah, is-
1: and it's kind of a cool idea. Like, yeah, wizards and witches are the wizarding world has technology, just driven by magic
0: yeah because you look at like the deluminator right that that Mm -hmm. uh, dumbledore is creating like what is that going to like it feels like he it has so many many different purposes and we don't really quite understand what it is yeah and what it can be used for and then we saw in like fantastic beasts it's doing all sorts of crazy stuff so Mm -hmm. it it feels like a, a device which is like technology uh but it's got other I don't really even understand what its uses it are. It doesn't actually use so.
1: physics, as we know it, at least. Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, you would think even, too, like Arthur Weasley might be into that because he's he's I into know. enchanting mm-hmm. muggle artifacts or, or maybe reverse engineering. There you go. Reverse engineering <laughs> some of the muggle stuff into things that would uh benefit the wizarding world
1: that's exactly what somebody talked about in the reddit thread about the statue of uh, secrecy and what how a world could look like if that was lifted combining magic with our technology that we have nowadays and stuff like that so that's pretty interesting to think about
0: wow wow that is that's wild okay um, well, hey friends. Yeah, that's all. We just want to get in here real quick and talk about the sneakoscope before we dive into chapter two. Uh, it's a small one, I think. As we go along here, uh, the list of Harry Potter hangout. Sort of episodes that we have. Let me go over this with you guys real quick. So today was just sort of the sneak of scope, breaking it down. But I think uh, after chapter two, we've got like, did Harry's Horcrux affect the Dursleys, which we talked about, I think, in the first or second book at one point, just like yeah. him being a Horcrux, does that affect you know them? So coming up here again, we've also got after chapter three, like, why is the night bus necessary? you think about that Ooh, uh why, yeah. Yeah. why? Tra-
1: means of transportation mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. why
0: is it necessary what is its role what is what is the symbolism there etc cool. uh chapter four like is it easier for you to do wandless magic in the leaky cauldron and then have wands made wizards weaker i think it's something mm-hmm. you kind of uh tipped me tipped me on to maybe yeah. we've got an article we can read about that uh chapter five what happened to Voldemort after he killed lily potter and so on we got tons of these did harry and ron predict the future that's a good one We'll just keep going. We'll just keep shooting them out because I have we have tons of these. We're making short videos on them, and we want to talk about them here on the podcast just from time to time. From yours yep. truly, you know. So me, me. Uh, all right, friends. Well, hey, that's all for this week. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio ninety four point seven C O Z Y. Uh, we hope you'll join us in the future. We thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people. that'll be able to, like battling, bubbling, bands of a boom. If you don't want to miss out on next episode. Why am I like on fast forward, just like speed mode there? You know, that would be a problem for people who listen in double time or like 1.5 time. I probably sound crazy fast. They
1: probably don't know what to do because they want to fast forward when I talk, but they want to slow down when you talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bro. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, if you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Leave us that review. Follow over on social media at Fleur and Bill. And friends, thank you to everyone who is supporting us on the Extendable Ear Editions. And uh, we do have a big... Uh, hangout coming soon that we would love to see you guys on may 26th sixth. yeah may twenty sixth, 6 30 eastern standard time so if you ever want to pop in and just say hello uh bring a butterbeer whatever and <laughs> hang out we're going to be celebrating the end of the school year for us it's going to be a lot of fun and we're bringing in some of our our friends yes. so
1: sounds good going be cool all right guys thanks for joining us in our shell cottage today we know it's not much but it's home